ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to, well, welcome to technically the first episode slash welcome back to the mm-hmm. Black Anime Vibes Podcast. You already know what time it is. Me and Eunice are back with the rebrand. Eunice, how you okay. feeling? I'm feeling blessed and highly favored. Hey, you already know what time it is. But you know it wouldn't be the podcast if your boy didn't get his AKAs out the way. It's your boy D-Town, a.k.a. Tuxedo Flask, a.k.a. Hip Hop and Anime Vibes, a.k.a. My Negro Black and Flaming Ya, a.k.a. Living My Life Like It's Golden Freezer, a.k.a. Goody Mob Psycho 100, a.k.a. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is all good. A.k.a. Meliodas Redding. <laughs> what? A.k.a. Faximillion Pegasus. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I'm gonna reel it back. I'm gonna save some for next week. But of course, I am joined by none other than. What's up? What's popping? What's good? What it is? What's up, y'all? It's your girl from Black Girls Anime, Eunice. I am just here listening to a lot of AKAs, AKA the baddie, AKA the only true anime fan for, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but what's up you guys? I'm, I'm really happy to be back with my, my guy, man. We out here, we making moves and now it's time to make these podcast moves. Ain't that true? Oh, you already know what's up, man. They know what time it is when we showed up, man. They know uh-huh. it's a vibe. Hashtag vibe. that shit. Ooh, that might be the tagline for the show. It's a vibe. <laughs> It's a what? It's an anime vibe. That's yes. What it yes, yes, yes. All right. So uh, we're back after hiatus. Like we said, we're not going to go too deep into it. We're changing the name uh, from Those Blurred Kids to the Black Anime Vibes podcast. Uh, there was a discussion about that, but largely uh, the consensus was this is who we are. So let's get straight to the point with the name, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's get into a couple things this week. We're going to try and keep it short, not hold you guys too long. We are going to talk about, uh, we're going to actually celebrate <laughs> black nerddom in the hip hop rap community. Shout yep. out, shout outs to the girl Meg the Stallion, man. <laughs> <laughs> Eunice, let's You know the- why they call her Stallion, right? Nah, nah, get, get them hip. Yo, let me tell you why. They call it a stallion because she's tall and fine, man. Shorty is like 5'11", 5'9", 5'11". Thick, fit, like thick, fit. She's nice looking. I just met, I'm a big stallion fan. Meg, I've been looking at you since 2016 with the Houston Cypher. I know your songs by heart. Just throwing that out there in case she hears this podcast. No, she need to come to Minnesota. Hey. <laughs> you already know, man. You got a fan in Minnesota if you decide to show up. But facts. No, nah, I mean we're calling her out and we're sh- we're celebrating her because she's been very vocal in her fandom when it comes to anime. Um, yep. Now I'm late to the party. The first time I seen her was when our girl Bree introduced her into the timeline as the girl with the Todoroki wig. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, like, nah, I'm all bought in. So I've just kind of mm-hmm. been going down the rabbit hole and getting hip to her from there. But um, have you seen some of the other, some of the yeah. other stuff she did? Like, what's some of the other I, I literally stalk her page. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> you know, she's, you know, she's Todoroki, hot girl, Todoroki, hot girl, Meg, Todoroki. You got Hizuka from, um, from Hunter Hunter. That's who she likes. She's a hairstyle dedicated to him. She got her nails dedicated to him. 
She just wore, you know, recently the Akira, the god of anime. I don't care what anybody says that, you know, she had a god um, Akira shirt on recently. And she just says she wants to, like, she like, she's always loved anime, you know, and that's her thing. And she's not going to be ashamed because people don't want to believe that a hot girl Meg, don't want to believe hot girl Meg watch anime. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things that you pointed out when we were talking off air is how people respond to such a, a, a pretty black woman mm-hmm. liking anime. Because when you think about, you know, the type of women that like anime, most of the dudes really don't expect them to look like Meg does, you know what I mean? And to be as confident <laughs> and to be as confident as Meg is and to carry themselves like like she carries herself. So mm-hmm. I mean, I'm all for it, man. I'm all for it. Yeah, you know, definitely. It's funny because like, what the hell does an anime fan even look like? Like, you know, it, that's that's the thing that always bothered me. Like when people be like, oh, you don't look like you watch anime. You sound stupid in my eyes. Cause like, I, lo- I love anime, clearly. Y'all seen my? Y'all ever seen my room? You are gonna be like, damn, this girl's a true, a true otaku, uh, true weeb up in here. I don't mm-hmm. care. And like people be like, oh, you don't look like it. And I'm like, bro, just because I carry myself in this like manner, don't mean that I'm not gonna sit here and and school you on all things Yu Yu Hakusho. Like, don't yeah. ever play me, boo. So like, I think it's funny that these guys were like, oh, she doesn't look like she watch anime. But what does someone that looks like they watch anime look like? Like, I want to know. Like, all the women I've seen because of this page are beautiful, confident, smart, intelligent ladies that carry themselves to a high degree. So I'm really, con- I really want to know. Somebody needs to let me know what a anime fan look like so I can tell them that they stupid. Nah, I, <laughs> I don't have the answers to that question. Not at all. But, um, and you know what, depending on what responses we get in the comment section, you know what I mean? Like we, we might have some smoke for some people. So if you're going, mm. if you're going to come, make sure you come correct, make sure you be right. polite and respectable. Because mm-hmm. um, you already know how we giving it up. You know how we giving it up. But yeah, shout outs to Meg <laughs> the Stallion. You know the mm-hmm. one and only. You definitely have uh, our support here at Black Anime Vibes. All right, facts. These are the facts. So moving on, we're gonna spend a chunk of the remainder of the podcast talking about seasonal anime. You know, there's a ton of shit coming out this season. And it, whether you're a new anime fan or an existing anime fan, it can become exhausting digging through all the shit, trying to figure out what's hot and what's not and what's all hype and what isn't all hype. So we've watched a couple episodes of some seasonal anime out, and we also have some that are on the horizon. We're just going to take a few moments, kind of let you know what it is that we are watching and what we also may not be watching. So Eunice... What do you have in your queue? What are you looking forward to this season? What have you seen? What have you saw? Man, I am loving Demon Slayer. Like, the anime is just so lit. Like, I just love everything about it. Like, because, you know, the main protagonist, he's like this, like, good boy who, like, went out and, like, he, like, protects his family. He, like, provides for them. And then to come home and see your whole family slaughtered, that shit had to have been traumatic. And then, you know, his sister becomes, like, you know, a demon and... That's where we kind of start off, start off with the story of her trying to, like, trying to see that the sister still has the humanity of humans. Like, she's still, like, an emotional girl and, like, can still have human emotions. She's just, right now, in a demon state of mind and form. So, 
don't know. I'm loving Demon Slayer. I'm really loving Carol and Tuesday. I've been seeing some stuff about it. And Carol and Tuesday is actually a musical anime with actually the first, I believe she's the first black woman to have a voice. She sings the songs for Tuesday, mm. which I think is so dope. Yes. Her name, yeah, she's amazing. I actually have a lot of her music on my phone. So let me, let me shout her out real quick. You already know. Shout out to Nia BR.XX. She's on Instagram everywhere. She is the voice, um, the singing voice for Tuesday. And she's amazing and she's super pretty. And then I think, oh, and then I'm, what else am I watching? I got to think. Um, you know, I'm still watching Black Clover because that's still going on. Yeah. And then I'm watching, um, I'm about to get back into um, Bungo Stray Dogs because, you know, season three restarted. So I need to get back into it and catch up and kind of get into it. And I'm also watching Doro. Shout out to Doro for being one hell of an anime. Oh, yeah. You're watching Doro too? Ah, yeah, I had a, I forgot that I had Amazon Prime for a little bit because I haven't been on it in a minute. So I was like, oh, yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Let's get it. Yeah. That anime smacks. That anime smacks. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says that anime smacks. And shout out to JoJo, even though they changed the ending song from, um, what's that guy? What was the ending song for JoJo again? Um, was it Freaking You? Yeah, they changed it, man. <laughs> was crazy. I was sick. I was sick, man. I said, oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that was my that was my time to get into yo. That's what I'm watching right now. What about you? Um, I ha- I'm still watching a whole bunch of winter 2019 anime. So uh, not to get too deep into it, but I'm still watching the Rising of the Shield Hero. I'm still watching Dororo. Uh, Mob Psycho 100 just wrapped up. I like that, and uh, the Promised Neverland. I wrapped that up. So. Um, Carolyn Tuesday, I actually sat down and watched the first episode today and, um, I'm all body in, I'm all body in, like watching them interact and them start to sing and like croon and figure out this song. It mm-hmm. get, it gave me goosebumps, like no bullshit, like watching just that creative process. Cause with me being a musician and going like through some of that stuff, similarly with my band and stuff like that, like it really felt authentic, genuine, and sincere. So, right? yes, I'm all in. I've got to watch the second episode tonight, but I'm I'm all about just off the first episode. Plus, it's directed by the same guy that's directed uh, Cowboy Bebop, Michiko and Hashin, Samurai yep. Champloo. Like, with that all track, popping. all popping. All popping. So, um. I'm definitely bought in on that Demon Slayer. I'm one episode. No, I'm two episodes into Demon Slayer. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you laid it out elegantly. Um, The thing that I'm really bought, the thing that really has my buy in with this particular anime is the animation studio handling uh, the the animation. The same team that uh, animates the Fate Stay series or the Mm -hmm. Fate series is animating Demon Slayer. So. So once we get into those action scenes and we get into those fight scenes, I get the feeling they're going to look really beautiful, really over the top. The choreography is going to be great and amazing. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, damn, I'm having a brain fart now. Uh, I started watching Fruits Basket. Oh, yeah. I, I honestly am not going to watch it yet until I finish all this. Because I want to watch things that I haven't seen. Like, you know, I've seen the original Fruit Baskets. Granted, it was horrific and not true to the story. I already seen it. So I'm taking my time. Not I'm not going to watch it 
I'm going to just let it finish. And then when I'm done with all the newer stuff that are coming out, then I will take a weekend to watch and fall in love with Cole and all the cuties from the Zodiac animals and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm definitely not watching it. All right. Yeah. Is it Zodiac? Or yeah. is it a... No, you got to write us. It's the Zodiac okay. gang. Zodiac gang gang. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I was going to say, but yeah, definitely. So I'm not going to watch it until it's done, honestly. So anyone that's looking at me for updates, I'll just update you on things I know. But I already seen it, so I'm going cool, to cool off on it right now. I feel it. I feel it. Um, how do you feel? What What do you think about Attack on Titan Season 3, Part 2? That's dropping when? The 29th? <laughs> Y'all not ready. Y'all, if, they, if they do it how I believe they're going to do it, we all about to be shook. We are mm. all going to be shook. Let me say it again. We are all going to be shook. <laughs> because... If they drop it like how I believe they're gonna drop it, and I and my because like from the PV, like you know, we saw if it's anything like that, yo, my body, Aaron. I used to not like Aaron. I feel like I've told you this. Like I used to not like Aaron until I got deeper into the manga, and I'm like, oh, okay, you. Uh, I feel your pain now, honey. I get you. I understand where your anger is from, and you know, Levi is still daddy to this day, forevermore, will always be daddy. So. Yeah, and Misaka, you know, she gonna do her thing, her little little thing. But Historia, if you have, but you know who who Historia is now, right? Yeah, that's um spoiler well, alert, spoiler alert. It's been out for a year. She's the uh, true exactly. Okay, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <It's so> cool. <laughs> but I'm just saying, at the end of the day, what happens in the manga is like I did not see it coming, and I'm not gonna say anything more than just if they produce it and they make the series what I think it is, we are going to be in for a real treat. And I feel like it's going to be like a really good talked about season. Better than even the first um, season three, which I, will be hard. You know what? I'm going to keep it all the way a buck. I feel the same way that you do. And just keeping it a rack, keeping it a thousand. One of the best animated moments that I feel like I've seen ever in anime to this date was the beginning of season three when they was uh, busting them things at my boy Levi and he was dipping in and out of the town and ended up in that tavern. I was mm. like, fam, like that shit was dope. Like I re I rewatched that like at least once or twice a month because it's <laughs> that dope. So if they're, if they're bringing it like that, when these tight, ta- when these Titans start attacking, I'm all in. Bro. <laughs> Bro. Um, Y'all don't even know, man. Y'all don't even know. So another another one that's uh, popping off this season, we've got uh, some Isekai anime in the mix. Um, are you hip to Isekai Quartet? No, but what is that? Isekai Quartet is an Isekai anime within an Isekai anime. It's a crossover anime that uh, has Konosuba, Overlord, Re-Zero and Saga of Tanya the Evil all in one world. It's a parody Isekai anime where they're all in high school together. So, oh, God. So, yeah, that was my sentiment exactly. So, you already know what I'm not watching this season. <laughs> like, honestly, look for animes to avoid. There we go. Mm-mm. And, uh, of course, we've got another Isekai anime, which would be 
the Magi's grandson, which mm-hmm. is, you guessed it, a guy died in a previous life, was reincarnated as a baby, uh, studies under a Maggie as, or a mage, one of the world's strongest mages, and he adapts all of this power very quickly. By the age of 15, they want the boy to go out into the open world and do his thing. But the mage is like, oh, shit, I didn't teach my grandson common sense. So here's this. (laughs) (laughs) So that's literally what it is. The kid is ridiculously strong, but has no common sense. Um, I'm two episodes into it. And uh, you know, it it hasn't really hooked me yet. Mm -hmm. You know, last season. Uh, the winter season, you know, that time I got reincarnated as a slime really hooked me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, started off with a bang, ended off with a whimper, if you ask me. So this That's what a lot of people have been saying, actually. You're not the first, you're not the first person I've heard say that. Yeah. About no. being incarnated as a slime. It, it just it just peaked so early. It was like uh you know, they built this phenomenal world that he lived in and they built this phenomenal town and you understood what his power was in comparison to other monsters. And then he left to go to a completely different village to raise children. So I'm like, fam, like, where's all the characters that I cared about between episodes one and 21? Like <laughs> they all disappeared for real, for real, man. Them, them, they gone. Yeah. So Ain't nobody saw them ever again. Nah, nah. But but the Maggie's grandson, I'm gonna give it the good old one, two, three, ding, ding, ding treatment. Like if it if it holds me down, cool, I'll keep watching. But if it doesn't hold my attention, I'm gonna kick from up out under that thing and I'm gonna find something else to watch. And, you know, like with anime this whole entire year, especially the spring, so much is going on. Like, I feel like they like they kind of overwhelmed us all with the amount of anime they brought out. I don't know about you, but I feel kind of like even as a person that runs an anime page, I still feel overwhelmed because like everything was hitting me so quickly. I was like, dang, this is coming out. This is coming out. This is coming out. I'm like, dang, can they give us like a chance to breathe? Like, do they want us to catch up on all these animes or do they not want us to watch them at all? Like, I'm so confused. I'm like, what is going on with them? And I know, like, but I, what I'm really excited about is a lot of the sports animes that are coming out look good. Like, you know, the baseball, like, Mix okay. is a baseball anime. And then you also have, like, um, Diamond No Ace. It's a baseball anime. And then there's another baseball, like, or softball-ish anime. It has a lot to do with, oh, it's a baseball anime. It's a girls' baseball club. And um, that looks interesting. Like, that's on my list of things I need to watch. But a lot of the sports anime seems to be related towards, like, baseball this whole spring season i'm like i'm excited for that i'm like ooh, yeah yeah you know even even though i'm not the biggest baseball fan like um i have a difficult time getting into a good sports anime um but i do acknowledge like how they make really intense moments look super super dope like um, the one of my favorite sports animes is uh hajime hajime no ipo um, oh, I was just talking about that last night. <laughs> listen, man, that joint right there, like, I wish that they, I wish that Megalobox had the mm-hmm. same type of, like, intense fighting style that Epo had, because it yeah. would just, it would have just made Megalobox so much more fun to watch, because in Epo, it felt like with every move, every punch that they threw, 
their fate was legitimately hanging in the balance. Oh, it, God. Like, ah, man, I, I'm going to have to go back and watch that because I remember old boy crack dudes, ribs, something vicious, man. Like, that well, shit. Everything about it was so exaggerated and just so amazing. Like, I couldn't deal. But, you know, my favorite sports anime will always be Slam Dunk. Yes. I'm a huge Slam Dunk fan. And actually, you know what? Pause. I'm going to say Slam Dunk and Air Gear. Okay. <laughs> are two of my favorite sports. And you know, a lot of people like be like, oh, um, Air Gear is not a sports anime. Then what is it? Because I'm pretty sure they did a lot of sports-like things. So we're going to call it sports anime. And those two were like my go-to. But then I think about like martial arts. Is that a sports anime? Like, is it a sports anime if it's a martial arts anime? Um. I would say it largely depends on the stakes and the competitive nature of of the martial arts anime. Because I can I can rock with you saying that Air Gear was a sports anime because they weren't out there killing each other. They were competing like for turf and 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 competing for clout. Exactly. As the kids say. But, like, don't say that. <laughs> First of all, don't come out here and say, I was like, I am 23. Okay, let us put that into you. Fam. He said, the kids say, what kids, sweet? That's what I say. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, clout is not a part of my everyday vernacular. So, they do everything for clout. Yeah. Oh, man. I- <laughs> Heard that song, wasn't feeling it, but um, <laughs> shout outs to Cardi and Offset. They're like, uh, they're like the great value, like Jay and Bay. He said, he said the great value. Listen, <laughs> well, his words don't speak for us all. Thank you very much. Amen. It's Cardi, I'll see you at your concert when you come to Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me out here in trouble with the Cardi, with the Cardi fans. The no, Barty no. Gang is no, Barty it's Gang. Shit. Barty gang, we don't want it. We don't want no smoke. All right. I definitely don't want no smoke. A group. A private uh invasion of privacy, album of the year, 2019. That that should keep Ooh. him off my back. Yeah. There we go. Um, but uh aside from sports anime, right? Um mm-hmm. jumping back into this, uh, I believe we talked about the Sage's grandson, One Punch Man. Ugh. I mean, yay. <laughs> <laughs> all right like three emotions just came out of me uh, <laughs> there's we're having mixed reviews man i've got mixed feelings about this one because um as you may know or may not know they switched animation studios and uh they went from madhouse season one to jc Studios season two and uh there's a noticeable difference in the aesthetic that the animation has um, some people are saying it looks really good. Um, some people are saying it's absolutely trash. Eunice, how do you feel about? How do you feel about all of it? <laughs> you know, you know, like when I first when I heard of One Piece, I wasn't even that big of a fan of it because like I didn't care for it when I first heard about it. Like this is like a while back, and like as I got into it, I was like, oh, this is like a really dope anime. And then like I, I was so hyped. Like when they finally brought it back after all those years. We're all like, yes, like we're gonna get that same quality, that same like feeling that we all got watching it at whatever point in time we did. And then I watched the first episode and I'm like, bitch, what? 
what is this? What? what is this? What is this? It doesn't feel as impactful as the first one. Like the first one, it was so dynamic. Like you can see, you can almost see like the the the, the, the studio put a lot of time and effort into it. You know, mm-hmm. you can kind of see like the emotion. Like you can you can feel it more because you're like you can like you just enjoyed the anime more. But season two, I'm not gonna knock down the studio. I'm just thinking like I'm just saying like they, with all the time that they had, I feel like it could have been a step better because they had so much time. It's not like they like got sprung this anime and they're like, okay, we're going to produce it in like this two months. They knew about this anime and I feel like as people, they should have like put more effort into it, gave us the same. They should have went better. They should have, see, that's the thing. It's like they, we, we already had like one piece and now they went like three steps back. Mm-hmm. They should have went forward with that animation. They should have made that anime more dynamic. Like, the bird scene, I know everybody keeps talking about the bird scene when the bird flies into the window. And you remember how, like, in the manga, the bird is, like, gigantic. It's almost like a rising phoenix. Like, it's, like, the wings are so large and it's amazing. And then you get to the anime and it's, like, this little small little bird. And you're like, what, what, what's going on, sis? What's well, going on? not even, <laughs> even on top of that, right? In, in the anime, when the bird does crash into the building... Yeah. They don't they don't show any action. They don't show they just show they cut to the bird no longer existing. <laughs> and it, it's shit like that that really is like I know it seems like I'm nitpicking. I really love the story, but that shit really gets under my skin. And I'm gonna say this the animation aesthetic that One Punch Man season two has to me. Feels like the equivalent of like a filler scene or a plot development scene in just a low budget hentai film. It's like not a lot of animation, not a lot of motion, not a lot of detail in the background, very flat dialogue. Like, and on top of that, it's like that's you know, we're here for the action, we ain't here for this talking shit. Like, let's get to the shits. Like, so I'm the first episode, I kind of reserved judgment because I wanted to see where it would go. But the second episode, for me, for all the action that occurred in the in the second episode, it was very noticeable in comparison to season one. Um, you look at the the fights early on in season one in comparison to season two, um, mm-hmm. when he fought that uh, mutating monster thing out in the uh, laboratory in the wilderness. Yeah. Co- Compared to any three of the fights that they had in the second episode of season two, it's a night and day difference. I know it's it's just it's just mind boggling. Like you guys, this was your chance to shine. Like they should have like took it, literally grabbed the the anime by the balls and said, "This is our moment. We're gonna go in." They should have they should have bribed the people who did the animations for the other studio and told them to get over here. Like they should have did something. Yes. Like I'm pretty sure. Like when they watched it back, did they not say, "Okay, this is not it. This ain't cheap." Like we either, either we delay or we just don't put out because like it would have been it would have been better for them to just like honestly not even put anything out until it's perfect. But they put it out and now we see it and now everybody's mad and like what is the studio gonna say? Like they can't. They, it's already out there. We're we're watching the. The, the, the downfall of One Punch Man, which is crazy. Because, like, when I first announced that One Punch Man was coming back, everybody was so excited. And then they brought out that, you know, the PV and, like, the preview. And we're like, bitch, what? What is this? Like, mm-hmm. this is not what we expect. Like, we expect Saitama to be the god that he's supposed to be. And, like, I don't know. To me, they just fumbled the bag, period. Nah, the bag is, the bag is thoroughly fumbled. And you asked, like, you know... <laughs> 
did they <laughs> did they chop it up with the chief? What did the chief have to say about this? I can promise you this. They did not run this by the chief because the chief would have told them this shit ain't it. Flat mm-hmm. out. This, the, the chief is looking at this shit like, oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> Who's responsible? Who this? <laughs> new, an- new animation, new studio. Who this? Um, <laughs> but no, nah, I mean, One Punch Man, I will say, storyline-wise, it does look like Saitama's gangster is going to be thoroughly tested and vetted this season. So mm-hmm. I am excited for that much. But I can tell you, like, with... And I can admit to my own bias because season one just looks so much better than season two. And yeah. if I feel, if I continue to feel the same way after season three, just because, or not season three, but episode three, I have so much stuff in my queue that something has got to get the hell out of there. And it, <laughs> it might have to be One Punch Man. It might have to be One Punch Man. We might circle back around and check him out later, but fam, mm-hmm. like that's just where I'm at with this in this particular process. So, um, mm-hmm. Did you, uh, well, you did, You said you didn't, we talked off air and you said you hadn't seen Fairy Gone yet, right? No, I haven't seen the, I haven't like fully watched it. Okay. Because I just have so much going on. But from what I've read, like, and from what people have been telling me, they're not feeling it. They said it was like a good, like what I said earlier was like um, good intention, poor execution. And just people are just like not feeling it, like how they, how... I thought they would have because like when I first brought it up, people were like, oh yeah, this should look banging. And I'm like, but then the same people that said that I, you know, I talked to me and they're like, mm, it was, eh, it was meh. It wasn't that exciting. I was like, damn, it's uh, like that. Well, you know, I'm, I'm on the fence about it. Mm-hmm. I, I seen the first episode. I still got to lock in on the second episode, but I will say the first episode did enough to keep my intent, uh, attention. Um, I think they did a really good job setting up the world that they live in, showing that they live in a post-war world type of society. And uh, as we see in most modern war type animes, the the primary, there's a group of marginalized people or disenfranchised people that are now trying to find their own place in society. And those would be the fairy soldiers. So um, some of them join the mafia. Some of them are terrorists because of old stuff that stem from the war and how people are treating fairies. And uh, some are fairies that are like uh, in a fairy crime suppression unit. So it gives me kind of like uh, blood blockade battlefront type vibes, like not from like an action standpoint or a story standpoint, but just from how they have like a faction that's dedicated to curbing fairy activity. Mm-hmm. So, so, I mean, I enjoyed it. They got right to the shits the first episode. You see how the fairies uh, can be used as weapons against one another and how they fight. So I really appreciated that. They set up the main protagonist. They put her in position. Now I just have to see how the story progresses from here. But... So far, has it done anything to stand out? No, not quite yet. But with this one, I don't think we want to throw the baby out with the bathwater just yet. Exactly. Mm-hmm. First of all, that's saying, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> I just reacted to play it back. He said, wait, what? Yeah, no. No, we're, no, we're, Stop we're, showing your age. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, I was like, exactly. And then I was like, wait, what? <laughs> 
What are you doing? Throw the baby out with the bathwater. Why are we throwing the baby out in the first place? Well, and that's the thing, right? The baby would be fairy gone in this one, and uh, the water would be perhaps the plot. So I don't know, man. Listen. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeehaw! They're gonna hit you with the yeehaw. Man. I'm gonna take my horse down to the road. Oh my god. <laughs> I got the horses in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Um, that's really all I have in my queue. Um, I don't know what else that there is that we should be covering, but I think we covered the majors. Um, we covered all the facts. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Is um, Before we uh, dip out of here, uh, is there anything going on with you that you want the people to know about anywhere that they can find you? Any projects that you're working on that you want them to know about? Um, well, I'm going to be at Dean. How uh, <laughs> this going to be at Demon Con? I'm going to be at Dream Con this May in a couple weeks, actually. And I'm going to be at, um, what you call it? Uh, Quirk Con. And I'm going to be at, um, Fro Con. Basically, I'm going to be all over the place. So, Catch me up in these cons. You can always catch me on Black Girl Anime, everything. Everywhere there's a social media site, trust me. Black Girl Anime is there. Trust me. Hey. We're on Discord, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube. We everywhere. We out here. Indeed, indeed. So, yeah, I did notice that. You're, you're hitting a bunch, of lot of, a, a lot of cons. So that's, that's dope. You guys can actually catch me at Blurred Con this year. Uh, that will be my first con. So exciting. I have a little bit of con anxiety. Like, oh my God, is everything that I hear about cons true? Is it true that people don't wash up before they come well, you're going to the to show? Con, so that's a different kind of aesthetic, honestly. Cool. It's its own. You're going to be good. I'm not coming to Blurred Con, but you'll definitely enjoy yourself. Bet, bet, Correct. bet. Um, all right. And, uh, that's, that's it for me. <laughs> you can follow me on hip hop and anime vibes. I'm getting everything up and running across all socials. I'm not as uh, proficient as young Eunice here, but one of these days I strive to follow in her footsteps and have all of my socials <laughs> active and running proficiently. Or too active, you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, man. But we are about to rock and roll, ladies and mm-hmm. gentlemen. This has been, damn, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Well, oh, I yes. God. <laughs> yes, change. I struggle with change. Black anime vibes. It's your boy D Town, aka Hip Hop and Anime Vibes, aka Tuxedo Flask, aka Eric Trillmonger. AKA Pusha T. Chala, AKA Eisen Iverson, AKA the Eighth Glow Kage, AKA My Negro Black and Flaming Ya, AKA the Black All Might, AKA On Sight, AKA Kotsky Bakuglo, AKA Charmander the God, AKA Meliodas Redding, AKA Mewtwo Pox Shakur, AKA Goody Mob Psycho 100, AKA Meek Miliardo Peacecraft, and AKA Faximilian Pegasus. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, just one minute of AKAs. I cannot deal with you. Anyway, y'all, y'all have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
I'm gonna AK myself out this conversation. Bye. Peace. <laughs>